Hello everyone and welcome back to the Ethan Podcast. This is episode two and my name is Ethan and I am joined once again by my dad. It's good to be here, Ethan, and I'm pretty excited because today you are going to tell us your Star Wars movie order. So this is the order in which you think the movies are from worst to best, right? Yep, correct. And we will be including, obviously, the normal nine movies. We'll also be including Rogue One and Solo and the 2008 Clone Wars movie. Okay, so for any of the listeners out there who aren't familiar with the 2008 Clone Wars movies, do you want to just give a little bit of background about that? Well, the Clone Wars movie is pretty much straight away after Attack of the Clones, and it's sort of the movie that kicks off the Clone Wars. Like, you have the Clone Wars movie, the introduction of Ahsoka Tano, um, who then appears throughout a lot of the Clone Wars, and then you get into the Clone Wars seasons and episodes. Okay, but one of the big things that's different about that movie compared to all the others is the fact that it's an animated movie, right? Yeah, that's so true. That's the big difference. So, But we're going to include it. You want to include it in your 12 today? Yep. This is your podcast. This is your list. So let's crack straight into it. 12th place. What is your 12th place movie, Ethan? <laughs> a bit simple, the 2008 Clone Wars movie. Oh. One of the main reasons is because it's not one of the main movies. It's just a side movie which sort of kicks off the Clone Wars movie. Now, I do like all the movies, so just I have to put one in last place, but it doesn't mean I don't actually like it. Um, yeah, I get it. It's difficult, right? But it's animated, and obviously the action isn't as exciting as, you know, the really, the most recent ones, and that's why it comes last place, unfortunately. Okay. Well, like you said, someone's got to come in last place, and it's hard because we love all of these movies, really, don't we? So Yeah, we do. So let's go to number 11. Uh, number 11, I'm going to put Attack of the Clones. Mm, okay, so tell me a little bit about why this one comes in at number 11. Um, as I said before, I love every movie, but I have to put one in the last mm. place and stuff. And Attack of the Clones comes in 11, which is second to last, just because um, I don't mind, I like, I don't mind uh, Obi-Wan's haircut, unlike my dad, who really doesn't seem to like it. It's awful. It's like a, I don't know, what are they thinking? It's like a mullet. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't mind it as much. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's a good movie, obviously. I don't mind any of the love scenes of Anakin and Padme. I, don't, I, I like Jango Fett as a character, and I think he maybe could have been a bit better in Revenge of the Surface of just dying straight away on Geonosis from Mace Windu. Mm. Um I do like Master Yoda in this, obviously, and uh, I think the with the assassins trying to with the assassin trying to get Padme is pretty good. But then again, I have to put one in a different and That's why Attack of the Clones goes in there. And who's probably your favorite character or favorite scene in this movie? Uh, favorite character, I'm going to go with Count Dooku. Twice the pride, double the fall. Yeah, that comes in Revenge of the Sith. Uh, yeah, I, I what? Do... Does he, he doesn't say that in this movie. No. Oh. So now I've just made a real fool of myself. Shall we stop recording and start again? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, carry on. Um, I do like the fight with Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Count Dooku. And Count Dooku is my favourite character. My favourite scene, um, hard to say, um, but I'm going to have to go with when the clones are like first introduced when they come into battle of Geonosis and then like the entire story changes and then, well, 
the Clone Wars starts practically. Okay. All right. So, number 10, what comes in at number 10? A New Hope. A what? A New Hope. Right, I'm off. I'll see you later. Where I, are you going? What, what do you mean, A New Hope? Okay, this is where I start thinking about whether you should start paying rent in this house, because this is <laughs> insane. Number 10, <laughs> A New Hope. Okay, you, you're going to have to talk to me about this. Um, well, I do like the Death Star on this, and I like Darth Vader, obviously, as I explained in the first episode. Check that out. Um, I said that he's my favourite character um, in all of these movies and shows and books and all that other stuff. Um, obviously, because it was the first Star Wars thing actually ever made, first movie, first Star Wars thing that created all of this, and if that wasn't once made, then none of this would have been happening, mm. not even in this podcast properly. I'm glad you're showing some respect now. This, this is good. <laughs> yeah, but obviously because it was the first one made back in the 1970s, 80s, I'm not entirely sure when. 70s. <laughs> okay. Um, it's obviously the worst graphic. I think that's the word. Special effects, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, obviously, okay. I do like the fact that they did special effects um, mm -hmm. because obviously, well, the graphics weren't very good back then and the movie I watch is the special effects. I haven't actually watched um, that old version. Obviously, my dad has, though, because, well, he, it came out as that when he was that. That's, that's me, that's me, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, And I, d I don't like the fact that Obi-Wan just straight up just gets cut in half. I really think he could have been better in... The Empire Strikes Back, maybe training him with Yoda on Dagobah and maybe even facing Darth Vader and, and the Emperor in Return of the Jedi. find that a bit annoying that he just straight up just lets, him lets himself die from Darth Vader. But obviously that was the first movie, so we don't know anything that happens in Revenge of the Sith with the fight and stuff. Mm. So this, this is why it comes in number 10. Okay, I'm going to have to... Take a chill pill and we'll just, we'll, we'll talk about that later maybe. Okay, so number nine. Number nine, I'll go with Return of the Jedi. Okay, do you want to tell me why Return of the Jedi comes um, nine? I think that they might have been able to make um, the Sarlacc battle and with the Jabba the Hutt scene a bit better. I, I still like it, but I feel like they could have made it, mate, I feel like they could have made it maybe a bit exciting more explosions. That's just mm -hmm. the kind of person I am with the excitement. But obviously back then they wouldn't have all these special effects like today. Um, I do. I really do like the fact with Emperor Palpatine um, with his force lightning and stuff, you know, and all that other stuff with the, mm. the final battle between father and son when Anakin comes back to the light side um, from Spoiler the dark. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Return of the Jedi, you are not a Star Wars fan. <laughs> That's quite right. And you should rethink your life. <laughs> That's quite right. Well played. Okay. Um, look, I'm going to jump in quickly and say I actually think Return of the Jedi probably does deserve to be that far down the list because if you take away the Emperor scenes, probably there's a lot of that movie which isn't quite up to the same standard as the other. So I think you get no argument from me on that one, even though Return of the Jedi is one of the most classic movies and really close to my heart as it when I was a child because that's when I got into all the action figures. Um, anyway, what is that number? Where are we up to now? Eight. Number, yeah, thanks. Number eight. Or was that number ten? 
I don't think it matters. We're just going down in order. So what's the next yeah. one? Yeah. Although one thing I will say is that I do like what the Emperor Palpatine saying because in the Empire Strikes Back, we only see him on like the hologram like once or twice and a new hope. We don't even know it exists. So I think from like just being on a hologram to being in action mm. with his force line is very good. And I like the way they played that off. Very good. Now coming back to number eight. Number eight, yeah. Or is it number nine? It's, it's number eight. Are you sure? I just did the math in my head. I'm pretty quick. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you are quite old. <laughs> okay, let's jump into number eight. Number eight, I'm going to give The Last Jedi. Okay, you're on board the, the Ryan Johnson hate train here, are you? What's, what's, what's that with number number eight being Last Jedi? Uh, I think that with the three sequels that The Last Jedi is probably the least exciting. Obviously, there's no Starkiller base in there, unlike The Force Awakens. Um I do really like Snoke. Same thing with Emperor. Like Snoke only appeared on the holo table, and then he straight up comes with his purple lightning in the Last Jedi. So that's also pretty cool. Um, and I like the fact that Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren just kills his master, unlike Darth Vader doing that. Like Kylo Ren pretty much takes the throne straight away, whereas Darth Vader only does that when he wants to save his son. Um, and I do like the fight between Kylo and Rey against the Praetorian guards. Um, mm. Although I feel like I would have preferred if like Rey would have done something like crazy, like foot like force pushing some kind of object from the ceiling and just crushing Snoke mm. and then she just fights off all of them. I do like the fact that um, I've forgotten her name, that General of the Purple here sacrifices herself for the rebellion, for the resistance. And I do feel like that though. Holdo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Holdo. Scene, right? yeah. Yeah. And I do think though that as soon as I, she started seeing the ships blowing up, she should have just straight away yeeted herself down into the middle of the ship because then that would have meant there would be more resistance ships alive and more resistance pilots okay. i do like the dreadnought scene i think that's very good how it's played off but like i said i have to put one mm. in that zone oh, and that's yeah. where i put it it's, it's hard you've got to put one in every space on this list so um i love the the guard scene with, with ray and kylo fighting together i also love the scene where luke skywalker comes out to face down the uh, the first order Heavy assault troopers and Kylo Ren. Oh, yeah. yeah. One thing I don't like about this movie is that they just made Luke not want to do anything. I would have really preferred if he'd, like, as soon as Ray got on there, he'd, like, say us a couple of things and then just come back with her and then maybe they'd fight off the First Order mm. or at least do something better because if they had done that, then the entire story could have changed and mm. it could have been much easier for the Resistance to, like, escape from the First Order. Well... You're not alone in that view. There's a lot of people out there who've said something pretty similar to that. So um, so there we go. Okay, time for number seven. Um, I'm going to give that to The Phantom Menace. Okay. Now, I really, my favourite scene from this will easily be the Darth Maul versus Qui-Gon and mm. Obi-Wan scene. Amazing, it's right? Very, it, although it's a long fight, it's very good. So, you know, like the lightsaber combat's very good. Probably one of the best lightsaber scenes, if not the best in Star Wars movies with like the lightsaber fights it's very good you know it may be long but the action is very good and obviously Qui-Gon dies you could have been a bit better for Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith maybe helping training Anakin and then maybe Anakin wouldn't have turned to the dark side and then maybe the entire story would have changed mm. um I do like the I do like the pod race although it's not my favorite scene um and I think it's a very good movie, but like I said, have to put one in seventh, and that's where The Phantom Menace goes. Look, The Phantom Menace doesn't score that highly with many Star Wars fans, I would say, across the globe in terms of all Star Wars fans. There are a lot of people who do like it. So to 
see it come in at number seven out of 12, I think is a pretty high rating. So that's that's pretty good. Good on you. I, I, I really enjoy that movie. In fact, the more I watch it, the more I enjoy it. Number six, Ethan. Uh, number six, I will give The Empire Strikes so just, just before we go any further, you realise you've now named A New Hope, Return of the Jedi, and Empire Strikes Back, and we haven't got into the top five. This is extraordinary. I'm curious to hear, what do you like about this movie, and why is it number six? Um, well, I do, I'd do. i really like the fact that at the start of the movie, it comes in with a superstar destroyer. It's just like, you know, it's like you'll see like the really small one, and then you'll just see a massive shadow, and be like, and you'll be like, oh, what the hell was that? Mm-hmm. And then you'll just see this massive-sized starship just coming in and you'll just be like oh my gosh Mm. what the hell Mm. i remember watching that scene i went with with my dad with granddad to the cinema to see that and yeah it was amazing when that ship came across yeah um i do like the fight between luke and vader and obviously the shock that luke vader is luke's father obviously a very surprising and shock to when that come, when that happened, you know, no one would expect that. Um, and I like the carbonite scenes. Uh, mm. I like the dining room trap where Darth Vader just is just waiting there. What a waste! All that food, right? Did you ever think about that? I mean, there's no way they sat down and ate that food, right? No. What a, what a waste! Unbelievable. <laughs> so there are five Star Wars movies better than The Empire Strikes Back. What comes in at number five? Number five, I will give to Solo. Okay. Um, Solo was a good movie, and I don't mind the. And I think that they could have named the movie something different, like I don't know, like Scoundrels or um, um, The Kessel Run or something, instead mm-hmm. of just Solo. Because like, you know, although Solo is one of the main characters, if they call it Solo, then they're just targeting it on one character. Mm. Whereas there's really there's a lot of different characters, like. There's a Millennium Falcon, obviously. There's Kira. I think that's her name. Is that her mm-hmm, name? Mm-hmm. There's um, Beckett. There's his girlfriend. I can't remember his name. Lando, um, C3, you know. L3. L3. Yep. Sorry. Um, but, like, they just target off the name. But I don't mind the title of the movie. That's very um, insightful. If you, um, that's something that I think I've thought of before as well, that the, the title was perhaps not right. Yeah, and I do like the fact that at the end we see just we see Darth Maul, and I'd really love to I don't know just see I really want to know what happens with Darth mm. Maul and Kira. You know, we we mm. see Kira like flying off or something, but it's like what happens then? Does she die? Does she work with Darth Maul? That's right. You know, how do like maybe we need Solo too, right? <laughs> we need Solo too. Simple as that. I mean, yeah. What happens with Solo? Like, you you see him there, and then straight away you'll just see him in the New Hope at the canteen. You'll be like, "How would he get there?" Yeah. Um, and another thing is like, if we did see in Star Wars Rebels, we see Darth Maul in there, and we see him at that Sith Temple place. Mm. It, did Kira help him get there though? How does he get there? How does he get there? Exactly right. Really good questions. Malachor, yeah. Really good questions. And look, this movie, I love this movie. It got a lot of criticism uh it was very poor at the box office it did make a lot of money and so i think overall it's viewed negatively but i think it's a fantastic movie i love the story i love the feel of the movie i love the fact that it's not one of the big you know skywalker saga movies it's got its own little universe and i'm really pleased to see you put that movie so high up so Mm. nice one son okay number four 
Ah, uh, number four, I'll give to um, The Force Awakens. Okay, the first of the sequel movies. How come that's number four? Um, the Force Awakens is very good. I love how they do Stark in the base, and it's not instead. It's not just a station they built. It's actually like they've like mounted a big gun and a base onto a nice planet. Um, and I do like Han Solo in this movie. Um, although I don't really like the fact that Kylo Ren just kills him. I feel like you could have been better in like the Last Jedi convincing Luke to come back because in one of the scenes in the Last Jedi when Ray says, long story, we'll tell you on the Falcon, mm. and then he's like, the Falcon, and then he's like, where's Han? And if Han literally came out and said, and convinced him, then maybe the entire story would change. Okay, so we're now rewriting episodes seven and eight. So uh, this is great. I like these. I like. The, I love to think what direction this universe could have gone. I mean, yeah, if, if, if I would, like, if we did a podcast, like, what if I wrote this movie, you know, pretty mm. much the entire story would probably change. So far, we've got Obi-Wan not being killed, Qui-Gon not being killed. We've also got uh, Han Solo not being killed. And we've also got, got Luke, Luke saying, hey, I'm happy to help. I'm just on holiday on this island. Let's go Let's go and get the First Order. Okay. So Force Awakens. And I think with The Force Awakens that, sorry for yeah. interrupting it, the first scene is very good. In some movies, you, you um, sometimes the this, this starting cannot be, will not like really hook you in straight away until you get into the action. Mm. It'll just be like someone talking 100% or a ship flying. Right. But whereas with the it's it starts off with like Poe on this planet or something like that. And then straight away the first order comes and mm. attacks and it's just like you're already hooked in. You're like, oh what's gonna happen? Amazing. Yeah, really good stuff. And actually I think it starts even before that. I think as soon as the credits roll and you read that top line. Do you remember what the top line said in the credits? Yeah, that's inc- I mean like with those first words, I mean, like, as soon as you hear these words, you're going to be hooked. And it's like, Luke has vanished. <gasps> Where's he gone? I mean, it's like, if you That's watch it. Return of the Jedi and you know he's there and stuff and all the other movies, and then you just hear he's gone, where'd he go? I know. And then amazing. at the end, you just find them, at, and then you, just, and at the end, you find him in the sign, and you're like, Luke, what are you damn doing on there? Get down and help the resistance. <laughs> Come and help us. I think the ending to The Force Awakens when they find Luca on the uh, on the island and he turns around and then the camera pans around and you see the big... I think that's the greatest movie ending. And for me, that's probably the, the greatest cinema experience ever. I really enjoyed that entire moment. And probably The Force Awakens as a whole is probably the best cinematic experience for me. I just loved Luke Skywalker's Vanished. And yeah. I was immediately... I knew it was the greatest. So, um... Great, great choice. What have you got for number three? Number three, I shall give to The Rise of Skywalker. Okay, so the final episode of the Skywalker Saga, the Skywalker Saga, the most recent movie. How come that's number three and what do you like about it? Um, well, we're going into my top three now, so mm. most of the things I say will be good yeah. instead of like last, like bad, 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 bad. Mm. Um, there are a couple of things that I wish the movie maybe did differently and a couple of things that relate to a couple of other things that happen Let's in the Star Wars saga. Um, I really like that the return of Emperor Palpatine obviously is extremely crazy. Like just watching, when I was watching the first teaser trailer and the end I hear him laughing, I'm like, oh my goodness, they bring him back Emperor Palpatine? Mm-hmm. I'm hooked. Um, straight away, I was. I mean, like if you, I mean, if you just hear that guy laughing. It's like, oh my goodness, this movie's gonna make this movie's gonna make millions of bucks. And then do you remember the 
the convention when they play the trailer and then they go straight to the stage and the actor who plays Palpatine comes out with the microphone and says, roll it again. I mean, yeah, it's like you just know instantly he's in the movie. Yeah, brilliant. And when the movie starts, I also think it's a good start. It's like Kylo Ren's fighting these dudes. I don't know what they are, whether they're aliens, some kind of Some kind species. of dudes, though, definitely dudes. <laughs> yeah, and then he gets this um, wayfinder. You don't even know what it is. He doesn't even say it's like a wayfinder. And then as soon as he goes to Exegol, you're like, what the hell is this place? This has never been mentioned. Mm. And then as soon as you hear Emperor Palpatine talking, you're like, oh, my goodness, what is going on? I really like uh, the Death Star ruins. Um, mm. Obviously, they were on Endor unless the Death Star, like, floated off into another place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like I really like the scenery. One thing I think that they could have done at the start to make it a bit better was in, like, the start rolling clips, obviously with the rolling clips, same way, like, the Luke has vanished. It says the great Emperor Palpatine has returned and stuff and you're yeah. hooked. And another thing, it said that a broadcast like there's been like a broadcast about him being back mm. and if they but in the start of the movie if they hadn't said that in the in like the words at the start but then they'd actually had some kind of scene where like this broadcast thing has been across mm. the entire galaxy or the outer rim then that would just be so much better i completely agree i think there would have been a lot of a really powerful scene if we could have heard palpatine proclaiming his return um as a starting place but, yeah and when i saw the trailer when i saw like thousands of imp- ships that look like Imperial, I'm like, where did all these ships come from? Those aren't in First Order. Mm. And I really like the, I really like all the Jedi talking to Rey. I think, though, in one of the scenes with Kylo Ren when he turns around and Han Solo was there, I think it would have been better if Anakin as a Force ghost was there and then he was talking to him as a grandfather. I just feel like that would be better for me for mm. to make the movie better. And another thing is there's aftermath for after Return of the Jedi with the Empire. Mm. I feel like it would be really good if they made, like, whether it's a book or something on, like, Battlefront 3, mm-hmm. like aftermath with Battlefront 2 campaign with the Empire's end and stuff, yep. um, with the First Order because obviously they beat the Final Order but what happened to the First Order? You know, they ha- there's still an entire story to be told That's because right. the First Order is still out there. You may have defeated the Final Order and Emperor Palpatine for good because when you just threw him down, you expect him to be dead, but mm. obviously not. But then we saw his skin melt away and stuff and the entire thing just explode. He's gone there, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if he comes back, then I want to know how because <laughs> unless, like, someone, like, collected all his melted pieces and somehow, like, stuck them back together. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. But you're right. There could yeah, be... I mean, if there was an aftermath, then there would be so much good because, like, if the first two are still out there, what are they going to do? Mm. But then again, there is one thing. If Hux is dead, Snoke is dead, and Kylo Ren is dead, and General Pride is dead, who's going to lead the First Order? And Captain Phasma is dead as well, so who's going to lead the First Order? Well, put your CV together. There could be a job there for you. Um, Look, you're 100% right about what happens afterwards, and there could be, what, maybe some comics or some books? You never know. Yeah, possibly. Or maybe on a Battlefront 3 campaign, you know, afterwards, and you play, like, other characters and stuff. So, the last time I checked, there's only two movies left. Correct. And that is Rogue One, and the other one is Revenge of the Sith. So, yeah. what is the runner-up in number two? Rogue One. Rogue One, okay. And Rogue One is a very good movie. I really, and my favourite scene of this will easily be the Darth Vader rage hallway <laughs> scene at the end. Yep. Like, the music is probably one of my favourite musics, if not my favourite. And the scene is just so powerful and so energetic and stuff you know it's like you'll be like it's like you know when i see it in the theater it's like moving and stuff mm. it's like it's like 
oh my god, this is crazy, he's raging, like, ah, 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 just killing all of them, their guns are thrown back, although one thing that I thought would be funny, although they can't do that, otherwise it doesn't link up with A New Hope, mm-hmm. is if, um, if Darth Vader, like, forced the card, like, the Death Star plans out of their hands, then he would have just had it and just killed that guy and then mm. he would have left. But then they can't do that unless they change a new hope. Otherwise, they can't do that because the Rebel Alliance would originally have the plans Correct. and then it just doesn't make sense. What a great movie. I remember going to the cinema with you to see that movie. And I, I'd gone to the to the midnight session with, with some, some friends, and so I'd already seen the movie, so I knew what happened at the end when Vader came out. Mm. So when I went with you to see that movie, I remember just looking over at you and watching your reaction, and I still can see your face now, how amazed you were at that scene. It was amazing. So uh, yeah, what else can you tell me about the movie that you, you liked? Um, I do like Jenna, so how she leads an attack with this gang, um, secretly to get the plans and then because that happens when Admiral Radis leaves the entire fleet just has to go and then there's an epic battle mm-hmm. and what I think though is that there was two Imperial Star Destroyers I really like how like the ship the tiny ship just pushes one of them into the other and then they just destroy each other although I feel like the Star Destroyers really could have done much better with that battle like when Darth Vader's Star Destroyer comes in not the Super Star Destroyer but mm-hmm. like the Star Destroyer he's on like he, he just like completely destroys everything like some ships crash into him he like starts firing and he like kills Radders we think at least but whereas those other two, they were barely even firing. If he was, if they were firing like him, the Rebel Alliance wouldn't stand a chance. Mm. That's just one thing that could have they could have done better. I really like the shields. Um, I like the Battle of Scarif, and I do really do like Director Krennic in this. Although I do find it amazing how he gets shot in the, the first scene, and then mm. he gets shot again. Yet he still doesn't die. And then I like how he dies from the Death Star blast, and I like how the Death Star like. One of these admirals just said, there's a, there's a big object emerging from hyperspace. You just see the Death Star there and you're like, oh dear, they've come to kill us. He survived quite a few different things, including an encounter with Darth Vader as well. So, Who? Uh, oh, yeah, Krennic. Yeah. Although one thing that I don't like is that they introduce like so many new characters and straight away they'll all die in the movie. Well, I guess that was always going to happen because... You don't see him in any other movies. It's a bit sad, though, because I want to do, like, 20 new characters and they'll just die, apart from, like, Vader and, like, mm. Kr- and like even Krennic dies, you know? Yeah. Or, like, Tarkin will die, though. And but stuff. now Disney have announced a new TV series. Cassian. The Cassian Andor series. So we'll get to see Cassian. We'll get to see K2SO. Yeah. And who knows who else we'll see in, in that TV series, but that's probably a little ways off at this point. Yeah, I do like the first scene when Jin is younger and then she just wakes up mm. and she's, like, you know, mm. stuck in this prison cell. I don't know how she got there, though, but she does. And, well, that pretty much happens. And that's why it makes second place. I love it. I love this movie. I love, like I did with Solo, I love the fact that we see a Star Wars movie that sits outside of the nine Skywalker films mm. and that tells a really good story. And it, that's what gives me real hope, that any new Star Wars movies that they're making. So we know that Taika Waititi, the New Zealand guy, is, yeah. you know, he's, he's making a movie. We've also got Ryan Johnson, who's... Apparently going to be making a trilogy as well. So there's a lot of new movies coming. And Rogue One is just fantastic. In fact, I would argue that the final third of that movie, so the last sort of third of the movie, is really one of the greatest space battles and scenes of all 12 movies. Yeah. But top of your list at number one is... Revenge of the Sith. Why is this the greatest Star Wars movie of all time? Well, um, even... well. 
ever since I'd, I've seen it and since I've gotten used to Star Wars, I just knew this was my favourite movie. I can explain. And then when I saw The Rise of Skywalker, I thought, is this my favourite movie? But then I just I just compared them and I thought, yeah, Revenge of the Sith completely topples over. There is nothing that I would change about this uh, movie. I really like Anakin and how he plays. I really like how Pal- Palpatine just reveals himself as the Sith Lord. I really... And my favourite scene will easily be um, Order 66. Mm. I really like the battle of Mustafa between Obi-Wan and Anakin. Just like the du- Duel of Fates. It's very long, but it's very good. So many, It's like Chosen One versus the Master for the final time until when you hope. Mm-hmm. Very good. And I like. And obviously they have to make a way that Anakin gets put into the Darth Vader suit and the way they do it. like Instead of just having him like be in this suit as in like to be more powerful, mm. they have him being burnt on Mustafa. Mm. Although one thing he could have done, but then again, same with Rogue One with the, cut, the Death Star plans, this would change the entire story and they'd have to remake the movies, is if Obi-Wan, if, if Anakin like threw lava from the lava and they just smashed, smashed it, just melted Obi-Wan away, or if he dragged Obi-Wan and just threw him to the lava... Mm. But okay. then that would mean what happens, you know, you know, just all changes. And I really like the way how he burns up. And mm. it's surprising how he survives, but obviously he does survive, and he does survive because he's the chosen one and he has the force. And Emperor Palpatine, obviously, the Yoda and Sidious fight is very good. Um, and just the movie in general is just very good. Like, um, we see General Grievous for the first time, and then when we see him in Revenge of the Sith, when they make the Clone Wars, they have to add him in there. Yeah. Um, Although I would like to know when, how, where, do, where, do, when do they make them him? Because he's not in like the end of Attack of the Clones, mm. but at the start of, um, he's not in the Clone Wars movie, um, but in the in like the first like in like the second or third episode, he's there, and you're like, where did he come from? Yeah. Although you see, do see an episode where they go and like visit where General Grievous being built, and you see like pieces of him, you know, and like to make more and stuff. And where do you see that? In the Clone Wars. In the Clone Wars. So that's, again, part of that sort of um, fabric of the universe is sort of tied together. But Yeah, the, and I really, lo- yeah, I really love how they executed Order 66 with mm-hmm. just Commander Cody, the time has come. Execute Order 66. As soon as that's done, that's great. you know, he starts contacting everyone and then it's just like the fall of the Jedi. We see Plone Coon and other Jedi being killed. Um and this is why this is my favourite Star Wars movie. Well, I think that's a really great explanation. I love this movie as well. It wouldn't be my number one. A New Hope would be my number one, but not yeah, everyone. Yeah, that's why I stormed off before. <laughs> not everyone would agree with that. A lot of people choose Empire Strikes Back. A lot of people have their own top top twelve movies. This is your top twelve. Do you know why so many people like the Empire Strikes Back the best? That is a good, good question. I think um, the obvious answer that a lot of people would be screaming out right now is because it's the best. But the truth is, is that you know I think it was just compared to a New Hope, such a richer story. I think it was a lot more, um, you know, darker. You know, we, we saw the Empire coming to the fore. It wasn't about the good guys winning, and a lot of people like to see, you know, that sort of uh, slightly more sinister mm-hmm. tone, the the Imperial March music, the Empire at its peak of strength, the rebels on the run. There's a lot of drama. There's a lot of emotion. You know, we see Luke training. There's, there's so much about the movie that is great, and, you know, many yeah. ways it's my number one as well but a new hope just is something special for yeah. me but there we go this is your list yeah and it's great and one thing and the way i got this idea because i watched the video and the, this is where i got this idea of the 
list of the Star Wars movies worth to read. And that guy, same with um, Empire Strikes Back's favorite movie mm-hmm. as well. And one thing I would like to add, though, is that one, I am a dark side fan more than a light side, villains more than good, you know, all that mm-hmm. other stuff. And one thing I really don't like is that somehow, even though there's thousands of um, of like star destroyers, which each have like a disc of like a planet blowing up gun, mm-hmm. somehow a band of like resistant ships will somehow win. I know, right? I mean, like, I know, that, I know that like they'll always make the good guys win, but like seriously, how are the how are the bad guys not winning? They've got a thousand imperial ships, well, not imperial, final order ships, who all have Death Star laser guns on them. I mean, seriously. I know. I think it was you know because all the ships fell at the same time. Once Palpatine fell, it was kind of like all of the ships just fell and. Look, I hear what you're saying, and let me tell you, there's, a, again, a lot of people out there saying the same thing. But that's your list. This has been a lot of fun, so we'll have to think about what we'll talk about next time. And until then, we'll say see you later. Adios.